We are here. My name is John. My name's Taylor. <laughs> Bam. It's been a bit. It's been a bit. Mm. Yeah, it's been like a week. Yeah. I think we're okay. Yeah. Man, it's only been a week, right? Maybe two. No, it's been a week. Yeah, a week. But then before that, we were on a holiday hiatus. Eh, whatever. COVID holiday hiatus. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing more you can say about that. Yeah, yep. pretty much. Yep, pretty much. Um, thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. I don't even know Spotify. We're actually on Facebook Podcasts now. I put us oh, on fake Facebook. Did you podcast. fake book? Podcast? Yeah, fake <laughs> fake book. It's Facebook. only a matter of time. I know. It, until you know we are deplatformed. <laughs> it was funny. I saw the option for it. I'm like, I want to yeah. see where this goes. What does that do? It's just you can listen on there now. Yeah, you can listen on Facebook. Through the feed. Oh, cool. Yeah, I just wanted to see where this is going to go. You know it's what I mean? Not going to go anywhere. No, but no, not like with I, the platform, but just with like us on there. See if they fucking like oh, yeah. take our shit down. That's oh, yeah. why I just, oh, it was yeah. kind of like oh, a yeah, little definitely. experiment. With definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have no doubt. I mean, it's about guns and you're not allowed to talk about guns. Guns don't, you know, they're not allowed to exist to Facebook. Ooh, okay. It's true. Right. Yeah. You can't post guns technically, right? You're not supposed to be able to post guns on Facebook. I don't know. I think you can't post. You can't sell guns. Yeah. You can't sell them. You can't. I mean, I don't know. But what we had a, are. we had a post that was flagged. Like last year for oh, really? um on Instagram for like gun sales, remember that? And I like yeah. appealed it, and we yeah. won. Yeah, yeah, just because it's, it's an automated thing, and then somebody reviews it who doesn't like guns, <clears throat> and then they're like, "Ah, eh, fuck this guy," and then they uphold it. And then we got to be like, "No, it's not." Yeah, you know, we're it should have s- never been. It should have yeah. never been taken down in the first yeah. place. Pretty but much, man. Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> and uh, speaking we- of Spotify, fucking like that shit going on with Joe Rogan. Yeah, and you know what? Honestly, did Neil Young really think that if he's going to go up against Joe Rogan when it comes to Spotify? Well, you know, it's interesting, though, because it's not just Neil Young now. It's a lot of other right. people. It's like, at what point is there just so many people who just want to take their shit off of Spotify where Spotify is going to have to do something? I mean, I don't know, but Joe Rogan is like the biggest podcast 11 million listeners. Yeah, and he's on Spotify. Episode. so Exclusive. Yeah, exclusive to Spotify. I think he's made like $20 million a year. Yeah, dude. And you know what the best part about this is? If they decided to cancel Joe Rogan, he gets like a $100 million payout. Oh, yeah. Which is fucking great for him. But oh, yeah. it don't doesn't even really matter because he'll just like leave right. and fucking walk right outside and have another person who wants to sign him for another yeah. $20 million Or he could year. just go back to doing it on his own. Yeah, exactly. And just... You until know, he's deplatformed completely. But I'm glad Spotify gives him like kind of free reign with shit. Like, I listen to Joe Rogan's well, podcast every now and again and sometimes there's a lot of people that I don't really know who they are careful. But right. one thing I will say is that he has everyone on. He doesn't pick yeah. one side or another. And he's just like, he's like, I'm just a comic. I'm just a sports comic. Well, this whole thing like started with uh, COVID misinformation. Yeah, and the doctors that he had anyway. on there. Right. Because he's like, I wanted to hear the other side to it. The whole thing is like, who who is deciding that it's misinformation? Because a lot of the shit that he said in the beginning, now the CDC is saying like those same exact right. things. Then people have been getting canceled and people have been been getting deplatformed and things banned and removed and for misinformation and now it's the same it's all like they were right but they were right six months ago they were right a year ago yeah it's It's, just it's crazy shit it doesn't fit the narrative no spotify's fucked yeah and uh, maybe we'll be as popular as joe rogan one day i doubt it we are not as cool as joe rogan speaking of just a a weird thing my wife was telling me yesterday that somebody a friend of hers who moved to tennis who lives in tennessee this was uh, last year when I posted a video of me shooting. I think it was one of the machine guns. Mm. He sent the video to her, and he's like, is that your husband? And she's like, yeah. He's like, oh, I listen to their podcast. Oh, my God. And he's God. in Tennessee. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's cool. Dude, it's stories like that always, like, tickle me a little yeah. bit. Yeah, my wife you told know, me about that last like, night. I'm like, oh, I'm going to see John tomorrow. That's I gotta tell him. the coolest shit ever. Yeah, I think it is. And it's kind of like when you're, who was it, like your manager? Oh, it was your, a guy that I work with, yeah. his brother-in-law. <laughs> And he's like, dude, you get you hear about these guys? Like, yeah, I work with one of them. <laughs> yeah. But it's just interesting because, it, oh. you know, it, I mean, it makes me feel kind of good about what I do with this. I mean, we don't make any money from this. No, in fact, this is it, purely a yeah, hobby. This is just me <laughs> sitting in a spare bedroom at, at John's house, yeah. literally like on a folding table. Yeah. And uh, us just chilling. Yeah, putting this out there. If I, This is like a, an excuse for us just to hang out. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You got to tell the the wife, oh, no, I really got to go over to John's house tonight. Well, <laughs> the I mean, podcast. It's, yeah, it's, it is what it is. 
<laughs> but I mean, we don't like I said, we put it, we put this out there. Man, just that's for the really pure... cool. So someone, but like, you had no, your wife knows this person. Yeah, but it's a friend because because her friend used to live in New York and right. then they moved to Tennessee. So mm. she said her husband sent her a video of me and she and because he, he's seen her. He's seen me in pictures with my wife, and, mm. he, and then he saw this video. He's like, oh, is this your husband? Right. He's like, oh, I listen to them. Wow. Believe it or not, a lot of people actually listen to us because um, of the the non-New York-specific episodes, like the M1 or mm. the SKS. Oh, I believe it, yeah. And then they kind of just got in on that. And then even if we talk about New York issues, a lot of people said who live out of state, they're like, I listen because I'm glad I don't have to deal with that bullshit. <laughs> He's yeah. like, I really want to just yeah. listen and see how fucking how of a train wreck it is. We're actually going to talk about kind of a federal issue today. Yeah, anyway, federal and state that. issue, but it's um, it's it's a na- it's a nationwide thing though. Nationwide issue, yeah, it is. No, I guess not really an issue, but it pertains to. It kind of starts at the federal right. level and it extends to the state level, right? Yeah. So you you sent me an article, um. You want to uh, just uh, yeah because I didn't I didn't I knew I didn't really read the article but I when we we spoke about something specific in the article and and you could bring it up um but I, I'm kind of familiar with it right and then I kind of did a little more digging into things so right so it's a uh, it's an opinion piece from the Daily News uh, February third twenty twenty two by a guy Ian Marcus Amelkin and it says the title of it is don't make a federal case out of gun possession. It harms black and Latino New Yorkers. Mm-hmm. And basically what it goes into is this thing called Project Trigger Lock, mm-hmm. which started, um, it was a Department of Justice initiative that was launched in the 90s, and um, basically it was meant to curb gun violence, but right. bring in federal resources in order to do so. So a lot of times yeah. states, if they didn't have the resources, or they needed to uh, just get more effort into prosecuting people. Yeah. Well, the thing with Trigger Lock is it opens up the ability for someone to be charged federally. Typically, to be charged federally, something needs to like cross state, state lines, right? Right. Or, or, you know, but this is opening up um, prosecution at the federal level when otherwise you wouldn't be able to. And what that does is it allows, um, I believe, uh, and we'll get into it a little bit, but it, it involves, you know, mandatory sentencing of a certain amount of time with no right. plea deals, no plea bargaining, things like that. Right. So this paragraph here, which kind of, I guess, kind of encapsulates most of the argument of this opinion piece. It says, gun violence is a serious and enduring problem, but transferring more gun cases to federal courts is not the solution. Not only is it wrong to assume that longer sentences deter crime, but they will harm New Yorkers by undermining Biden's efforts to, quote, root out systemic racism in our criminal justice system. Project Trigger Lock has disproportionately punished poor people of color and undermines important New York constitutional and legal protections. So basically what what they're getting at a little later on in the article, it says um, between 2015 and 2021, 77% of our trigger lock clients, this is a, an attorney who represents, you know, um, for the Defenders of trigger New York Incorporated. Cases. Yeah. Okay. So he represents defendants charged with gun possession in the southern and eastern districts of New York, which include all five boroughs. Uh, between 2015 and 2021, 77% of our trigger lock clients have been black and 97% have been people of color. Mm-hmm. These numbers are atypical for federal prosecutions. Over that same period, only 20% of federal defendants nationwide were black, although a majority of federal defendants were people of color. Most of our trigger lock clients were arrested in the Bronx, which has the city's highest percentage of black residents, while Manhattan and Staten Island, which have the fewest, continue to prosecute gun cases in New York courts. Mm -hmm. So basically what they're saying is, why are these communities of color being prosecuted under this trigger trigger lock lock when... Other communities such as Manhattan and Staten Island, which have uh, less population of people of color, you know, Hispanic, African-Americans, you know, they're not being charged under this. Yeah. Um, which so I'm curious, um, you know, do those other do 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 the cases in the other boroughs even up, even are they even eligible? Right. For and that's one cause... thing that this article does not go into. Right. In, in my opinion. And again, it, we John and I kind of like talked about this off mic, but like. You kind of have to be kind of careful on how you talk about this because you, do. you just don't want to blanket yeah. state that because of a person's color they are doing this, which yeah. is not what we're saying. But there is an issue when you look at a borough like the Bronx, which is mostly comprised of people of yeah. color, versus Staten Island or right. Manhattan. Well, if you look at crime stats, I mean, the Bronx is up there, right? Well, the Bronx is also the poorest of the boroughs. Yeah. And that's why I, I kind of view it along the lines with Colleen Noir. Colleen Noir has been saying for a while his theory on all this is 
a lot of it boils down to socioeconomic. 100%. So again, yeah. if you have the poorest borough comprising of just coincidentally, you know, people of color, African-Americans, Hispanics, uh, Latinx people, you know, is the two might not necessarily be a causation or a correlation, but it's just, it's so much, it the evidence is still there that you have to wonder why. Did you just, really, did you say Latinx? Yeah. Just because I'm trying to be a little more PC with this shit. Yeah. I don't, I don't I'm know. just trying to be a little more polite. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> who, who determined that that's polite? I don't know. Like... That's what okay, the left. That's anyway, what the left is saying. I had saying, a call you. I don't want to get. That's a little too woke for me. Okay, yeah. you're a little too woke right now. I'm, I'm trying not to get us canceled now that we're on Facebook podcast. So maybe they'll hear one Latinx and then they'll be like, "All right, they're good," and then I could just fucking say whatever the fuck I want the rest <laughs> no, of the podcast. You know, but uh... you know, Eric Adams. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, that's another thing. But 2019. Yeah, he did. He 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 did say the word cracker. Yeah. Another sidebar. Yeah. He apologized for it though, which I think was the best course of action that he could have possibly oh, taken. Yeah. No, because some politicians will just double down. Right. Like fucking uh, Whoopi Goldberg saying Ooh. that the Holocaust had nothing to do with race Ooh. when fucking Hitler treated Jews the Aryan. Like they, well, yeah, he, he wanted to the promote Aryan the race. Aryan race. Right. And if you weren't and, of the Aryan race, you'd be putting a, put a fucking boxcar well, in a they, camp. Yeah, well, exactly. But he treated Jews as if they were right. another race of right. people. And, dude, like, she's kind of getting half canceled now. Good, fuck her. Yeah. I know exactly, but I'm just saying she then went and she went on what right. Stephen Stephen Colbert yeah. and just fucking straight doubled down right. on it. it and was then like, later she issued an apology, but you know that dude, sorry Whoopi. Crazy. The irony is I don't know if Goldberg is her last name, but it's not like a Jewish name. No, it's her stage name. I know, but what her I'm getting her first at is, name is like Karen. Well, the irony, like I said, is Goldberg's a Jewish name, so yeah. she's been fucking appropriating the well, Jewish name. Yeah, listen, she's on The View. I know. They all say I stupid shit all day in. long. The View is basically uh, just who could outwoke the other one, and yeah. it's just a fucking mess until they didn't. Just a side note, I know we're getting a little off topic, but didn't one of the we'll chicks get back to it. recently or like last year on The View say that she was thinking about getting a gun, and like all the other fucking girls on it were like fucking giving a shit about they it? They might have. I, I, don't I think know. that was. I don't watch story. The View. No, neither do I. At all. Me neither. In fact, when I hear The View, I tune my brain off. If I want to hear the view, nothing... I just fucking drive through a flock of crows <laughs> on the parkway. <laughs> <laughs> They're you. the worst. Right. If if anyone out there watches the view, I don't I don't jive with you. You got no, there's no vibes here. All right. Uh, so, so back getting to back trigger to trigger lock. lock. <laughs> yeah, trigger lock. So um So there's some requirements for trigger lock. So yeah. I've actually found this. This is uh this was actually way longer, but I just um I printed out the first and second page. And uh, this is actually well, it's a, this is actually the, um, I guess it's like a briefing from the Department of Justice from Tuesday, April 23rd, 1991. Okay, so when it was kind of started. Right. And this was, the quote, cracking down on violent crime. Mm. Remarks by Dick Thornburg, the Attorney General of the United States. This is the person who uh, has kind it. of created it, really. And uh, on page 11, I, I'm going to... Bush Sr. who was in a 91, I think, right? Um, 89. Reagan. Reagan wasn't in 91. Reagan... Oh, no, I'm thinking of the crime bill. Never mind. No, the crime bill happened in the 90s. That was No, Clinton. no, no. 89. No, it was the Clinton. Well, 89. 89. There 89 was, was Bush Sr. because he enacted the assault weapons. Armed, no, no, I'm thinking of the Armed Career Criminal Act, which we'll get into. Okay. Anyway, on page 11 of this shit, <clears throat> it says, We launched Trigger Lock last month on my orders. Every U.S. attorney assigned, uh, every U.S. attorney assigned a designated prosecutor to work with local authorities to target criminals in their community who can, uh, who could be charged under the Federal Armed Career Criminal Act, which we'll get into. Um, those with three, this is kind of where it gets into the, I guess, uh, eligibility. It says those with three prior state felony convictions for violent or drug offenses will be charged. Whenever they are found in possession of a fire uh, firearm or dangerous felonies are to be indicted for illegal possession of firearms under le uh, federal law, they could be sentenced to as much as 15 years imprisonment, no probation, no parole, no plea bargaining, and no more problem to society. Good. Direct quote. And you know what the thing with that is, man? It's like, it's like California's three-strike rule. They've had three other convictions. They've had three other felonies. And this, and this isn't... And, and you shouldn't be in possession of a gun anyway. This isn't just three... Felonies. No, it's violent. This isn't three misdemeanors. This isn't just three charges altogether. This is three violent felonies right. or serious drug charges. Right. They're saying you are making a career out of violent crime, and you do not to be you do not get to be in peaceful society while doing right. that. Right. Right. Um, so this kind of goes back to the Armed Career Criminal Act. Yeah. Of uh, 1984. Okay. 
Um, this was Reagan. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. 84 was Reagan, yeah. and then 89, uh, yeah. Bush Sr. was in office, and then it was Clinton. Um, so you know how we, you know how Biden always talks about, do you remember there was a video of Biden um, where he talks about his kids not wanting to be in a well, racial jungle? <laughs> <laughs> no, him talking about like being tough on crime and shit like that. This is something that, that Biden co-sponsored. Okay. Because, you know, he's been in, in government for yeah, like 109 for, years. Yeah. Um, he's the crypt keeper along with fucking <laughs> Pelosi. Yeah. So this says if a, if a felon has three or more prior convictions for offenses that are, quote, violent felony offenses or, quote, serious drug offenses, the act provides a minimum sentence of 15 years imprisonment instead of 10 year maximum prescribed under the Gun Control Act. The act provides for an implied maximum sentence of life. So basically, under the career, uh, under the Armed Career Criminal Act, which I guess is like, it kind of opens the trigger lock opens the door for people to be for them to use this act okay to be prosecuted at the federal level it's saying that you're going to get 15 years or more not 50 or not not, not a 10 not 10. 10 or less right and uh yeah I mean, look, it, some people might say like life might be harsh, but it depends on what the crime is, man. Like if you're a violent felon, you've had three convictions and then you uh, shoot up uh, a party or something and then kill a kid and a, another person like, yeah, you should get life. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, because you have just shown that you have zero regard for society. You have zero regard for human life. And right. you know what? And this article is saying, oh, you know, harsher sentences don't deter criminals. There is some truth to that because it's showing that these criminals won't be charged with these harsh sentences, even though they exist. So they're like, fuck it. I don't care. It's just like that shooting that happened the other day in Brooklyn at that shoot at that shopping mall. 19-year-old kids with handguns shooting mm. at one another. Nobody died, thankfully, but the kid who was arrested, he just got arrested last November yeah. on a gun possession charge. Well, there was a cop who got shot in the leg yeah. by, uh, by a teenager. I okay. think they were kind of wrestling over the gun. Gun went off, shot the kid, and then shot the officer. And the kid was out on bail. And then, um, like, a week later, got, like, rearrested. I yeah, saw. Crazy, man. Well, this for, is for, what's like, happening. Violating, for violating parole. <laughs> so now, but people what's like, going on? But people like me are like, look, this is what happens when you swing the pendulum the other way. Because, yeah, there needs to be criminal justice reform. And, yeah, maybe there needs to be bail reform to some extent. But at the same time, you swung it so far in the other way that now everybody's like, I know if I get caught with a gun, I'm getting out. I'm just going to yeah. keep doing it. It's definitely, a, definitely like you said, a pendulum. Right. Because it, it, it went so far. I'm just going to call it to the right. Right. Because right? the right tends to be very tough on crime. Right. So it went so far to the right that the rubber band effect is right. now just fucking shooting to the left. Right. You know? And it just, it just, and everyone now is like, more needs to be done, more needs to be done. And then Biden met with Mayor Eric Adams. And basically proposing all this community funding, these diversion programs, and now they're getting tough on ghost guns. Which, you know, in my opinion, a ghost gun, this is the new hot thing. There's, I sent John a few articles today about somebody being, you know, allegedly, you know, raided over alleged involvement with ghost guns. And then, you know, they're showing up everywhere on the streets allegedly, and people are getting caught with them. You know, these people are making them illegally. These people are carrying them illegally. These people are using them illegally. And despite where the gun comes from, whether it's stolen, whether it's um, you know made in your home or whatever, you're doing something illegal with it. Yeah. So, you know, the gun, if, if you make it so if you get caught with a gun, you're going to go to prison or you're going to do a federal leak because a lot of these people, I was reading in an article, I think I'd sent it to you, that a lot of these people are already known to law enforcement. They've had interaction with them. They've had previous... Uh, convictions for felonies or assaults or whatever. So if they're known to law enforcement and they have histories of this, they need to be treated differently than somebody, uh, a young, you know, person of color, let's just say that gets caught up with like some weed on them. That's a completely different thing. Yeah. So it actually, this actually went to the Supreme court. Oh wow. Yeah. So um, it actually went multiple times. Um, but the, let me see here. It was decided in uh, United States versus Rodriguez. Justice Alito, writing for the court, uh, says, Justice Alito, writing for the court, reversed, holding that the most straightforward reading of the ACCA is that the sentence as enhanced uh, enhanced by relevant law is the sentence 
referred to in the statue as such rodriguez's drug offense counts as a serious crime and as the third such crime he committed in sum a straightforward application of the language of the acca leads to the conclusion that the maximum term of imprisonment prescribed by the law in this case was 10 years so basically they're saying yes if if you have been convicted multiple times for something and then it bumps up your next your next charge then that's okay. then it would be considered it would be considered a serious offense. Okay. I think he got he got caught with heroin and a gun. Oh, lovely! This guy, yeah. <laughs> and Great of course, combination. Of course, um, so did Kurt Cobain. Oh shit! <laughs> of oh, course, uh, <laughs> Justice uh, Souter, Souter. This is you know I don't even know a while ago. Oh yeah, Justice Souter and Justice Ginsburg Ooh. and uh, Stevens dissented. Of course, they said that they wrote that the text of the ACCA was ambiguous. Of course. <laughs> it doesn't sound ambiguous to me. Damn, yeah, I know. <laughs> that's just the left. I know. Dude, that's just the left being the left. I know. I remember just the funniest thing with Ginsburg was that like two days after she passed away, we went to that machine gun shoot, mm-hmm. and they had one of the, the booths there. They had the Ginsburg special, and they, 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 they had a whiteboard, and they drew her with like zombie Ginsburg, and it was like a 40-millimeter practice grenade, you know, an AK and whatever, and it was like a package you could shoot. It's fucked I just, up. Look, it was like literally two days after. I was laughing my here's balls the, off. Here's the thing, right? When uh, Rush Limbaugh yeah. passed away, People like the left was in the comments saying like thank God he's oh, dead. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh we don't operate that way. No. That shit was funny. But, it was just funny, yeah. But we definitely it's terrible that she passed away. I mean it is, it man. Is. I mean look, yeah. I don't want anyone to die. She had a family, you know. Just she was she was basically appointed just for like a, a solid like liberal vote right. on anything. You know, she like didn't actually care. Well speaking know? of uh Supreme Court justices being appointed, you know, the whole Biden thing, how he says he wants to put an African-American woman on the uh, Supreme Court. And I'm like, how is that not racist? Did you know that affirmative action is going to the Supreme Court? Oh, yeah. I heard about that the other day. Did you know that um, it had already gone in the past? And the Supreme Court actually said that, yeah, it's illegal, it's unconstitutional. But at the time that it went there, they all agreed that it would be beneficial even okay. though it was unconstitutional. All and right. Now, now they're revisiting, basically. Good. Yeah. You know, because doing anything on the basis of race is just racist. Yeah. It's it, not, it is, yeah. Pick the best person for the job. That's what I think. Yeah. I don't care what you look like. Right. What you sound like. Biden I don't care how fucking picked, tall you are, how short you are. Biden could have picked an African-American woman, but if he just didn't go out and fucking parade it around... Nobody would have really given a shit. Yeah. I mean, the right would have cared because she probably would have been really liberal and whatever, but like... Well, that's the whole thing, but the right would have cared because she is just going to be... Right, another like lib- a, liberal A liberal seat. vote. Yeah. Because if you look at a lot of these liberal um, appointees to the courts, they're they're not like constitutionalist people. No. Like they, they don't read into the Constitution and say, well, you know, like as per the Constitution and make a decision. Right. They say, well, you know, they act on like, like social context. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah, it's bullshit. And so, now I'm really hoping we haven't heard anything about the Supreme Court case with the New York uh, concealed carry uh, case. We haven't heard anything about that. Nothing's yeah. really. Popped well, I'm not up too worried that. about them replacing this this other guy who who's who's retiring now. Uh, I forget his yeah, name. Yeah, I forget because. Yeah whatever yeah he's a lib but um because they're just replacing a lib with a lib it's not gonna make a difference but he is talking about packing the court again yeah like a dick don't doesn't he realize that like if let's just say a democrat's not in presidency anymore that he's opening the way for then a republican to want to say to do the same thing and then People can't say shit. No, Republicans won't won't do. No, it. they won't do that. But what they are should do it. Oh. they should do it. <laughs> but they won't because no, because then because it typically opens up the door for the Democrats. Re- Republicans. To do it. Well, I just think it's because Republicans and and conservatives are just like regular limited government. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're 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 decent people who don't want to do dumb shit like that. It's like getting rid of the fucking the filibuster. I know. Like just what like five ten years ago they were saying that we can never get rid of the filibuster right. because it's it's the the, the the cornerstone of no the... they call it the fucking the the cooling sauce pan or whatever the fuck. I don't know the cooling what was saucer. his name uh, what was his name read the uh, word for word what Schumer what what uh, what Chuck Schumer said. Yeah about it on the floor. Yeah. And he's like, this is word and what I just read was word for word that Chuck Schumer had said. He he read his whole speech. The whole speech. Literally word for word. And Uh, it was great. Of course. Oh my God. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. We just you know, being 
just being here in New York and having to deal with all this bullshit, yeah. having to deal with these politicians who just want the quick fix, who want to appease the masses, especially when it comes to guns. Like when 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 the safe quote safe act was passed in 2012 the unsafe act yeah the unsafe act as (laughs) as most people like to call it that was passed in 2012 because of something that happened in connecticut like it had nothing to do with new york Well, i mean look at fucking george floyd and like the the shit that fucking they caused everybody every fucking department was getting abolished every fucking apartment uh department was fucking getting defunded right yeah, defund the police, yeah. this, this, and this. And now, crazy. oh, gun crime's out of control. We need more police. We need yeah. more safer... We need safer streets. Well, Well, we could have... Yeah, everyone yeah. could have told you that. Yeah. I mean, everyone knows. Well, I mean, everyone except the people who wanted to put blinders on and think that, you know, getting rid of the police would be beneficial. Yeah, I don't know. And, you know, I'm not Fuck saying them. that... Well, I'm not saying that, you know, getting... Uh, like, police have a job to do. And people in the society should have a healthy respect for law enforcement... Regardless of what you think the law is or not, obviously between people in the gun community, there's there's people in the gun community that like, like are very 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 pro police, but then there's also people in the gun community that's very very anti police oh, because yeah. they view them as an arm of the state. Yeah, which is a valid concern. Yeah. You know, right? Who if the government says, "Hey, go take these guns," who's going to do it? Cops armed with guns. Ironically, so you have to have a healthy respect with law enforcement, and you have to be. And you have to have law enforcement officers that understand the people. They have to be protecting the Constitution. They have to understand the people whom they police and represent. You know, because if this government ever does say one day, go take their guns, yeah, there's going to be cops that do it, but I'm hoping that some people will be like, nah, fuck that. No, they, I don't I don't see a world. There's just not enough manpower. No. Oh, speaking of. There's, um, I just, there's just not enough people no. to go door to door. This is not going to happen. Speaking of, there was a news story that broke the other day about the ATF and the government uh, keeping records. Did, searchable. Did, yeah, well, yeah. okay, it's not searchable. So I this has been a thing for for a long time, and I'm surprised it broke now because it came out in like a congressional testimony or some shit. Five years ago, GQ did a video, GQ Magazine, where they went to that center in West Virginia, mm-hmm. the Firearms Trace Center, and they did a whole thing explaining like, you know, what this center is and why they have all these papers. Basically, it's all the 4473s yeah. that closed gun shops have to right. send them. Right. So they they keep them in files. They have containers and containers and containers. And literally, the hallways of the place are fucking packed floor to ceiling with boxes. So what they did is, for a while, they were putting them on microfilm. Mm-hmm. And when somebody, like a police department, calls in for a trace, they have to th- then go through the channels to do that. And literally, they have people that just sit and read microfilm all God. day. That's a job. Yeah. And you can't create a searchable database. So what they had to do was they they started scanning PDF 44. Well, it's not it's PDFs, but it's a modified PDF to where you can't, can't search, search it. You can't so, like control F it. No. F it. Nope. Really? Nope. And that's the whole thing. So everyone's getting I mean, granted, I don't think they should have these records anyway, because once, you know, like once a gun shop closes down, you know, okay, it's not in business anymore. Why do you need to trace that gun? Like somebody could have bought that gun twenty years ago. And then it changed hands 15 times, mm-hmm. and especially in a state that allows private sales where there's no paper trail. So, again, what's the point of... I don't mind them having that information. Well, the whole thing is it's not searchable. I, yeah. That's the fine line between it. Right. So, literally... The article I saw said it was searchable. Searchable by a person. Oh, somebody well. <laughs> somebody has to I, sit there... Every Everything is searchable by, by right. human eyes. Right. Well, that's the whole thing. It the can't fuck? be... A database, because a database yeah, is something right. that you could plug in a last name and everything pops up. Yeah, right. But they have like almost a billion, like nine hundred million firearms <laughs> records or something there. But that's going back from like the nineties. Yeah. I mean, imagine how many yeah. last year, like fifty four million guns. Do they have were sold. it broken down by year? I don't know how they, they must do it. have it I don't broken know how down they do by it. year month. But the coolest part of that video is when they took them into the vault there and they have all these cool guns. They got like a gold plated AK from like Sadan's house and they got all these they have a collection there. They have a lot yeah. of it's, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, oh, cool. God, I fucking just wish. Yeah. But so, like, this news story broke. I'm like, this isn't news. Like, it came out in congressional testimony. Yeah, but, mm, like, right. this has been a thing for a long time. And if anybody's, like, looked around the internet for a while, like, how do they think firearms tracing works? You know? They find a gun in the crime scene. It's a Glock. They call it Glock. We sold it to this, distri- this distributor. This distributor said, oh, we sold it to this store. This store, whether they're open or closed, if, they, if they're open, they could look through their records. If they're closed, they got to go to the tracing center. Uh, hey, we need this from this store. They go find the boxes from that store. Then somebody has to look through fucking thousands. It's it's fucking what's it's just a clickbait 
bullshit article. Well, it made it made a lot of waves because Gun Owners of America, I think, broke it, and then people like Colin Noir and uh, Tim at Military Arms Channel shared it. So I mean, it made and um, Mr. Guns and Gear. So like a lot of really big internet gun guys shared it. But they must have known that I don't it know. exists. I don't know. I mean, I knew because I saw I saw the video years ago, and I'm like, oh, this is interesting. I didn't know right. how this is works. But right. I'm like, I don't really think they should have the records, but you know, it's government, so what are you gonna do? A fucking act of Congress is going to need to fucking get rid of that, hmm. and they never will. No, they'll double down and do something fucking crazy because, with it. Because some people will say that the the ability to trace a firearm is paramount to public safety, which sure some people can agree with. But again, how do you do that without keeping a record? Like, do manufacturers keep records? But then there's nothing at the at the street level, basically. So mm-hmm. you know. And then mm-hmm. the only way to keep track of that shit with that, the only way to not do that is to have a registry, which again, you got to be careful because at some point the government's going to be like, okay, you want to take away all of our ability to fucking. So like, if like, let's say they got rid of it, right. Then they're just going to come up with a new way right. to fucking force you to track it. And they'll right. just fucking say like, okay, everyone needs a fucking RFID chip in their fucking firearm now. Right. That's and the it. thing is when, whenever you get a 4473 done, like the FBI conducts the background check. So like, somewhere there's an electronic record of you getting a background check done. Like, do you think they just don't keep that information? Like, yeah, do you there's, think there's that, no like, anything, is on a, anything that's on a computer is there forever? It's like, saved, it even if be, you... Well, yes and no. I mean, if, if, like, the search is done in... I believe if it's done using the RAM of the computer, then yeah. it wouldn't be. But if it's if you're searching, like, a fucking hard drive... yeah. Like and they would they would have to search a hard drive right to like find out if what your your criminal background is or a server or some shit right man. then there's it's saved somewhere it's saved right. every every time you press a fucking a key on your computer it's saved somewhere right your criminal history is saved on a ser- a government server somewhere right that's how they could access it from the next check so obviously every time they ping that they're gonna see how many times they've searched this person right let's just say for background check again I'm speculating but. Logic. This is like a logical thought process. This isn't me wearing like a tinfoil hat or something. No, it's. I, I think it's pretty that's obvious. Why, that's probably is and, exactly what's and happening. That's why ghost guns are a thing, quote unquote, ghost guns, unserialized <laughs> firearms, yeah. which are different than defaced firearms. Yeah. And you know, people have been making unserialized firearms since the fucking dawn of this country, since before this country was even a country. Like that's what it was. Did you see that Biden said that when the amendment was written, the Second Amendment? That people were that the amendment didn't say people can own cannons, dude. Uh, when the fucking amendment was written, people, people own cannons. People had warships. People privately funded warships. That's what I'm saying, fuck this in guy. Fact, in fact, in fact, the fucking government sanctioned right. private warships called pirates to harass enemy ships during times of war. Oh yeah. So fucking yeah. Biden? The government full on was like, get a fucking warship, do whatever the fuck you want. We don't care. Biden doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> no, and he doesn't. And just plain as day. Back when the Second Amendment was written, you could fucking have your own army. You could yep. fucking have your own. You yep. could, yep. You, like John Moses Browning did, you can have a fucking gun workshop out of your shop and se- and make the best firearms in the world and sell mm. them to the world and sell them to the government. Mm-hmm. You didn't need an FFL to do that. You were just a guy that made guns, and that was your job. It's awesome. Yeah. And we still use the fucking M2 heavy machine gun, and we still use the 1911, and we still use the Auto 5, and we still use the high power. Springfield Armory just re- made uh, the commercial Springfield. They just made a new line of Browning high powers. They, like, remaking them. And, and I mean, they look really cool. I'm not going to lie. They look fucking cool. Um, and you know, maybe if I had a pistol permit, I would get one, but I don't. So, you know, shit out of luck. I just, you know, it's, it, I read all the time on the internet, like, especially in like the the New York gun subreddit, like about people, like I've been in this process to get a pistol for like over a year. I've been in this pistol license for over a year. I've been in this process. Like how long is it going to take? You know, this is I'm like, you know, they can look up everything they need to know about you in fucking five minutes. So why does it take this long? It's just to infringe on your rights it's mm-hmm. just to make it so that way you don't get it. Yep. And you know, I've I've kind of fallen victim to that over the years because it's just like, oh, I'll get to it eventually or uh, yeah, you know, no. and then fucking, You should have done it fucking years ago. I, know. I told you to do it years ago. I know. And you know, what? just life kind of no. got in the way. But you know what? 
I know no. I'm not I'm not a I'm not you know I'm not a pro two A activist listen, if I don't go do it. Listen, I know. no, not that's not what I was gonna say. <laughs> it's literally pieces of paper. You just gotta sit there and write it write yeah. on a piece of paper. Yeah, that's the first yeah, step. And then it fucking takes two years. Oh, you should have did it two years ago. You would have a fucking gun now. <laughs> Getting yeah. back to this really quick, because I don't think we really finished talking Getting about back this. To what? Well, to the trigger lock. Oh, stuff. the trigger lock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we kind of went off on a tangent. It's what we do. Yeah, we always. But do uh, yeah, so um, it should be the New York Gun Guys we, tangent channel. Because you were talking about that article saying that like they're not talking about the eligibility factor. Right. They they didn't list the eligibility of it for all. Basically, the right. way the article, the opinion piece, made it seem. Is that oh, if you're a person of color and you get caught with a gun crime, they're gonna pr- prosecute you under this, but they don't go into well, who is this person? Right. Well, that's the whole thing. Like we're talking, we're not talking about good people. What you, what you, you, you had texted me the article and you said, I don't know why these, why they're saying that, like acting like there's no eligibility factor right. for this. Like the people who are going to the trigger lock project are not. They're not the community's best people. No, they're very unsavory characters who yeah. have multiple felonies, right. violent, right. you know, felonies, aggravated right. issues. You know, right. we're talking about like everybody, gang members, yeah, people who are known to law enforcement and who have had um, felonies, you know, multiple felonies in the past, or, or yeah. not even felonies, but like you need violent. to have three violent felonies. It, it's kind of difficult to be, and you, it needs to be convictions. It's not just like right. arrested for. People think, oh, you were arrested for. It doesn't mean that your that your yeah. charges were what you were arrested for. If you get arrested for an assault, uh, a felony assault, that could very well be dropped down to a misdemeanor. Right. And then you plead guilty. Okay, it's a conviction, but it's a conviction on a misdemeanor. misdemeanor. Okay, a, so you need yeah. three violent felony convictions. Those are not easy. That's like not an easy thing for the government to get. Right. You know, a violent felony conviction. Yeah. We're, t- we're talking a about fucking shootings. Felony. We're talking about murder. You know, we're talking about yeah. I mean, people people do murders and fucking get out. People people murder people and then they plea it down to a manslaughter and, right. and fucking do three years and get out and then do it again. Yeah. So it's like, you know, the, that that's another factor. Like we're not talking about people who are like great people. No, I would not categorize them. As I'm not, and I'm not saying that everyone who's been arrested is a horrible no. person, obviously. But this category of persons who is eligible for this. If you're eligible for a trigger lock, you're probably not a good person. Yeah. Sorry, you wanna... have three or more violent felonies and now you have a gun. First of all, you after that first felony, you're not allowed to have yeah, you're a gun. You're not allowed to own a gun. You're so what happened to, to the... gun? Yeah. Right. And then you have two more on top of that that you were that you did, you were arrested for, and you were convicted. Right. Like they went to trial or you pled guilty, whatever it is. And then you fucking have a gun and you're doing it again. You're you there's just no reason why you should just that is okay. One uh one thing they said in this opinion piece is also that if you're prosecuted on a federal level as opposed to a state level, this the federal level has no intervention programs or other ways to, let's just say, divert you from jail for the process of rehabilitation. Well, that's specifically I know. That's specifically for this. I know. That's specifically for the but this ACCA is one, and this trigger is one per the, the the person who wrote this, that lawyer that was talking about right. it, they said that that's why it's a problem. But I'm like, it's not a problem. I know, you, I know, it's so not a many, problem. So many chances. They're trying to justify basically keeping shit at a state level because they're claiming it's a race issue. Um, it disproportionately affects people of color. So, and that's fucked. And I and I don't. I mean, it's true. The okay. numbers don't lie that it, it affects well, st- people of color more. Well, statistic, but why? Right. Why does does it affect? Does it affect people of color more, or because of? socioeconomic issues right. and you know where you live and the schools that you are forced right. to go to because they don't have school choice and things all these things that the democrats want are, are people Gang just culture. are are people of color just getting sucked into this because of the situations that they're in the environment and because i guess the the idea is because they are products of the environment mm-hmm. that unfortunately that they're in and i hope Everybody, if you're in any type of situation like that and you can get out of the situation, get out. Right. You know, go to school, stay in school. Make you, better choices. Make as good as choices, good of choices as you can. Sure. Who who was it who, who was I listening to? There was like three things you have to do. Oh, Ben to, Shapiro. Yeah, he was like, it was like yeah, three things. Like, it was get like, a college education. No, don't not have even. A, or get a high school education. Yeah. Don't have a child out of wedlock. 
and, and, and have get a job a, have or a something job. like that. Yeah. And like, you should never be in poverty. Right. I think that's what it said. Yeah. The Ben right? Shapiro said it that. was like, don't have a child out of wedlock. Yeah. Don't yeah. have a child out of wedlock, graduate high school and, and then like get a full time job. Yeah. That's all you have to do. So like, that's not, those aren't really difficult things to do. No, no. Although pulling out is a bitch. I will say that. <laughs> pull, out, pull out game weak. <laughs> Sorry. Taylor, your pull out game is weak. Hey, listen, you have I have a beautiful boy because of that. <laughs> That's exactly um, true. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> pull out game weak. Hey. Listen. So, uh, hey, it is what it, it is. It was planned and he's like. <laughs> sure it was planned? Yes. Are you sure it's yours? Oh, that baby oh. is mine. <laughs> that is an Asian version of me. Looks half Asian. Yeah, he is. Be Are weird. You the... <laughs> it would be weird if it wasn't. Yeah. Be weird if he wasn't half Asian. Yeah. Right? It's like whose fucking baby is this? He doesn't we... really look half Asian. He kind of does. But... His eyes. Yeah, it's his eyes. I joke yeah. with my wife. That's you know, racist. Well, then I was a good thing. Got, I didn't say what know, I was about here, to say. Here's, here's what you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know where you're going with it, but here's what you should say. I have my he has my wife's eyes. Yeah, that's, he has my wife's eyes. The, yeah, and then look at my and wife. she's Asian. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, uh, oh, I was just a side, another sidebar, but I guess a little thing. My wife, we were talking the other day. My wife is half Filipino and half Chinese. Her mother is, you know, off the boat Filipino, and her father is first first generation Chinese American. His mm. parents were off the boat. He was born here. And, and um, so he's he's like his American as apple pie. Actually, just a little side note. I really want to get the story from, uh, I've spoken to him a few times, but my uncle-in-law, he was a tunnel rat in Vietnam. I think I told you this, or I was telling somebody. And if, for those who don't know, tunnel rats were, the Viet Cong had to dig tunnels underground and in order to evade capture. And they would dig these tunnels and set up like underground, like command centers, underground hospitals, underground, like sleeping quarters. And when the Americans came across them, they would be like, all right, get the tunnel rat, send them in with a flashlight and a handgun and go fish them out or map it. But the Viet Cong would booby trap them. Jeez. They would put like venomous snakes in there. They would just dig like like holes and put like bamboo Spikes. sticks. Yeah, dude, I saw I saw like a video of just traps. Yeah, Viet Cong dude, they booby were traps. fucking Brutal. Yeah, and they would put like manure on the tips so that way the fucking wounds would get oh infected. My God. They would put poison on the tips. But yeah, so my they beat the American military. Oh, so just just yeah. in case there's anyone out there who says, "Well, what can you do?" Well, this without is, military weapons. Yeah. Well, this is what we spoke about in the last podcast. How I said, you know, just like in Afghanistan, just like in Vietnam, yeah. we got fucking beat by a bunch of motherfuckers and flip flops. Right. So, right. but anyway, so just I'll make this quick. But basically, how he um he's short. He's really short. He's an Asian guy. Obviously, he's first generation Chinese American. Really short, and he was Asian. So. They said, "All right, you're you're the tunnel rat." They gave him a flashlight and a forty-five, a nineteen eleven, and they just sent him into these tunnels. And I really, I, his daughter's really cool. She's a really great. She's close with my wife, her cousin, um, my wife's cousin. But like, I really want to like talk to him about it one day, or see if he would talk to me about it, just like to get his story. Mm. You know what I mean? He's a really cool guy. He's, his name's Tom. Bring him on the bring him on the podcast. I would love to, but he lives in Pennsylvania. That's the problem. I would have to Road maybe trip. like, yeah, but dude, but like this kind of gets into a bigger issue of like people who have these life experiences and these veterans and everything like it may be traumatic for them to talk about. But like at the same time, if these stories, if these stories don't get get told, then they're just, just talk to them. Yeah. Why don't I you tell them about the podcast and just say, listen, we do a podcast. We would like to just talk to you. Yeah. I don't talk to him that often. We, we interact every now and again. He was at my son's birthday party uh, in November. Um, but I just I went up to him when I was talking to him. I'm like. Because my, my father-in-law made the joke. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, I, he, I, I, told, I told my brother to bring his flashlight and his forty five with him. You know, it was a joke. And I turned to him. I'm like, dude, I don't know how you fit in those tunnels with those massive balls of yours. And he just starts <laughs> laughing. He's like, it was a long time ago. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, dude. But um, you but do yeah. have to have some big fucking balls to do but that. You, literally, you could be in a tunnel crawling, and then you could just come into a room. And there could be like 30 Viet Cong in there. Like, yeah. What do you do? Yeah, like you just start fucking shooting and and fucking haul ass the way out. I don't know, man. But like, so yeah. So my wife is um, half uh, Filipino and half Chinese, and my son is a beautiful, beautiful mixture of the two of us. And with my big head, we went to the doctor today, and um, just to, again a little side note, they're like, yeah, he's uh, in the seventy. His head's they they measure the circumference of his head. I'm like, yeah, he's in the seventieth fifth percentile for head wow. size, and I'm like, yeah, he's he's a skinny kid with big head. Wow. So yeah. he's got a huge head. Yeah. Like, I got a big head. Yeah, that must have... Never the same, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I mean, well, we had a, not, not to get oh, too personal, but my God. wife had a cesarean, so. Oh. There you go. You know, <laughs> I'm still touching wall. Oh, <laughs> don't tell my wife about that. <laughs> I hope she listens to this nah, one. Nah, she don't listen to my shit. Yeah, okay. Nah. <laughs> Still touching wall. (laughs) Yeah. Remember how earlier John was getting in my case about using maybe like a more PC version? Eh, I just fuck it. Just wait till later (laughs) on the podcast. Yeah. It's going to get way more offensive. Oh my God. But ghost guns, right? Still touching wall. That's not offensive. No, it's not. That's a compliment. compliment. Yeah, it's a compliment. (laughs) Compliment for her. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We know you got that shrimp dick life. Listen, man. All balls, bro. All balls. It's like a Civil War cannon. Just big stumpy wheels and yeah. a short cannon. Short stumpy cannon. No, it's, it's not that. Oh shit! I, I'm what I'm gonna say is there's a reason why I know you're all balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's uh, a that's a story for off mic. It's a story. If I ever see any of you in person, I will tell it. Yeah. <laughs> Our buddy Bill knows about this one. I told Bill. No, but he's usually the recipient of it. Oh, no, that's not what I was going to tell. Oh. That's funny, though. Yeah. My bachelor party. Yeah. Oh, it was a great time. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, that's not why I know you're all walls. Now I'm confused. The blue parrot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. We can't. We no, can't no, we can't. no, 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 no. But no. it doesn't matter. No, no, no. It doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> <laughs> there was a girl involved. That's all I got to say. It's not just John C. and my junk. God, no. Yeah. People are going to listen to this one and be like, what the what fuck the happened? Fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when it's late at night on a Friday and I'm just fucking burnt. And be, at the beginning of the podcast, I try to be, yeah, okay, I'm going to talk the, the PC term. At the end, I'm just talking about balls and pussy. And- oh, my God. <laughs> That's a hard P on that one. You know, I want <laughs> I always want to do a fucking podcast where we just fucking talk. It's like a just fucking whole, just, like a whole different one. Just like, yeah, just like just, our normal conversation. Exactly. Oh my God. Dude, people would love it. Oh we would be God. fucking ridiculous. We should do it. Oh my God. That would be great. Yeah, I know. Just like the B side. Well, what I would love to do is just do a whole different pot, like a whole different just podcast yeah. and just like sit down, have a, have a drink and fucking like smoke cigars or some shit and, and just, just fucking about rant. About- <laughs> oh my God. It would be so good. Yeah. But that, at the same time, though, like, oh, man. Dude, it would be so funny. It would be. I'm actually, I think I'm a pretty funny person. Yeah. I mean, I get a lot of laughs. I say yeah. some really raunchy shit, though. You do. But I actually tone it down for the podcast, believe it or yeah, not. Yeah, I know you do. John, John could attest to me. that. Yeah. He definitely tones it down. I yeah. force him. I delete a lot of shit, too. There's <laughs> some shit in here I'm going to delete. Oh, just, dude, do the bleep again. Because, no, 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 because it was hilarious. The last time you did the bleep, that yeah. guy wrote to me, and he's yeah, like, yeah. what did you say? I was laughing my ass off Can't driving to work. I told him what I said. <laughs> I'll say it right now. No, no don't. Uh, I'll bleep it out again. <laughs> That's why the podcast takes me so long to fucking edit sometimes. Because like my foul mouth? Yeah. Well, uh, because like today, right, like now I can't just send this one out, which is oh. fine. It's fine. It's fine. But tomorrow, like I have shit to do with Ashley and her family, so like yeah. I won't be home to Ashley's edit it. Ashley's wife. Yeah, Ashley's my wife. You know, it's funny. The other day, she was like, "You said my name on the podcast." I'm like, "Okay." Yeah. <laughs> like everyone's gonna know who you are. We've said your name, your wife's name on the podcast. I think so. Yeah, say probably. it. Say it, Taylor. Andrea. There you go. Yeah, See you now, said we're all, your wife. Now that's what we're all equal. Did some guy writing this down? Just <laughs> yeah. Andrea's got a now. <laughs> yeah. And she's Asian. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Put it in the pieces of the puzzle together. <laughs> Jewish guy marries an Asian woman. Wow, what a fucking shocker. <laughs> It should, yeah. Those types of things, man, they're weird. Oh, I know, it's hilarious. Yeah, but uh, uh, don't forget, Whoopi Goldberg says that the Holocaust was not racist. Oh yeah, so yeah, just to touch on that <laughs> kind of for a moment, Again. you know. She, but my big issue is that you know her argument is invalid because Hitler believed in the master race, the Aryan race, and if anybody oh, yeah. wasn't part of the Aryan race, then they were undesirable. Oh, they yeah. need to be exterminated or oh, used yeah, yeah. as workers. You know, the, if you look, well, at the, he referred to them as an inferior right, race. race. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes this fucking racist. Right. It's a racial <laughs> issue. Racist. Right. You know, he also sent gay people and, and you know, handicaps right, and right, cripples right, to the fucking right. slaughterhouse to the death camps. Oh, you know, and also what Whoopi Goldberg doesn't realize is that Hitler tried to create a perfect Germany and basically outsourced everything to the undesirable lands. He said it was the it was the Germans duty 
to basically put the work on the backs of like the Polish people, the Czechoslovakians. So that's how Germany was able to grow to power so quickly. They just outsourced their shit to other countries that they took over. Mm. Like one of the most powerful scenes in a movie I think I've seen in a in a long like pretty much ever was that scene in Saving Private Ryan when they come up the beach and they happen upon the, the machine gun, you know, nest and it was two guys, they throw their hands up immediately and they start saying some shit and then they get, you know, mowed down or whatever. But basically, like, if you... They were speaking Czechoslovakian. They weren't speaking German. And it says, like, you know, we surrender. We were forced to do this. We didn't have a choice. Basically, I'm paraphrasing. Mm -hmm. But, like, I learned that after the fact. Because I thought growing up, all the Nazis, and they just got fucking shot. But, like, when you learn about that after, you're like, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. But was it true? Or did they just know to say that? And What? No, it was true. The the Czechoslovakians, the Germans... No, no. I mean, well, I guess it's a movie, but in general. Well, that was a historical fact that was put into the movie. Because the Germans conscripted... Polish people, Czechoslovakians, they conscripted Finnish people, they conscripted right, people right. from the Baltics, from um, from all these different places, man. And even in areas like Estonia, Estonia, there was a movie I watched, uh, it was an Estonian-made film, it was really good. Basically, it was about how the Estonians got split between Germany and the Soviet Union. Some felt they had a duty to German. If they were ethnically German, living in Estonia, they signed up to fight with the Germans. And then if, if they were, you know... The, the, the people who were living in Estonia, they didn't like the Germans coming in and trying to take them over. Well, the Soviet Union is fighting Germany. Shit, we're going to align ourselves with the Soviets. So literally, it was like almost like a civil war within Estonia mm-hmm. during World War II. And there were scenes in the movie where like Estonian soldiers were shooting at Russian soldiers or like the German Estonians were shooting at the Russians. But then like the Russians overheard them speaking Estonian. They're like, wait a minute, you're Estonian. And then they like just kind of like stopped fighting and just like walked away. Dude, it was really cr- I mean, it was based on truth. Obviously, it was a movie. It was dramatized, but... You know, again, Whoopi Goldberg fails to realize that, like, race and ethnicity played pretty much one of the biggest reasons why the Germans expanded into Eastern Europe. They believed in the Lebensraum, the living space for the German people. And if German people and, and the Aryan people are a race, then that's what it was. So yeah. Whoopi Goldberg can, you know, eat a dick and <laughs> non-eyebrow-having <laughs> bitch. Like she's got no eyebrows. No, yeah, look up a picture. She got no, no eyebrows. I don't she shaves off her eyebrows. Gross. She looks like that thing you showed me earlier. <laughs> <laughs> For people who obviously don't no. know what it is, it was a picture. It looked like this weird. I don't even know like, what it is. It looked like it's this my, weird, like computer. where the wild things are, <laughs> like creature. And it was just, oh my god, I, I, I don't really know what it wanna, was. Yeah, we should when we share this, we should like. Post it to the Facebook page, just like the picture of it, and tune into the end of the podcast to see what this is about. She don't look like that. All right, the thing I showed you looks like a pile of a pile of shit with a mouth. What do you think Whoopi Goldberg is? Literally looks like a pile of shit with the mouth. Well, I'm just saying. I gotta tell you a story about that thing. After oh shit, it's funny, dude. Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. I can't right. t- definitely can't tell oh, you. Fuck. Nah, dude. Maybe on our other podcast. Yeah, on the B side. <laughs> on the B side. Well, yeah. So, I mean, listen. Guns obviously are becoming, let's just say, a highlighted issue for politicians. No, it's always been. Well, no, no, no. But I'm just talking about now. They're highlighting it, yeah. and they're making a reason. They're making a big deal out of it for these. Well, and, ghost befo- guns. and before we forget, I know it's the end of the episode, but um, condolences to uh, the now detective Moore's yeah. Yeah. family. Yeah, when we when we did the last one, literally that like an hour after it was like that, that evening. Yeah. yeah, he they the, the news broke that he passed yeah, away, yeah. man, and it was just like, yeah, it's it just when you when you look at the situation, all the like for example that that fucking that actress in New York City that said like oh they're closing down the whole fucking she city. got fired yeah awesome. the, the, the the agency let her go and yeah. then there was another teacher at a private yep. school there was I a think. teacher who got was a male math teacher who got fired yeah and there was a female yeah the teacher. one that said she's not she's gonna dress up instead because it was like dress like down a dress for, down yeah yeah it was a dress down for charity but she's like I'm gonna dress up yeah and, and she got it was a private school too and the private school was like we don't fucking tolerate that shit at all. Well, yeah. And I'm like, these two cops, like, let alone the fact that they're cops, but they're fucking people. And, you know, everyone they're else's, people, the, yeah. the woke left's argument is that, well, the guns, like, and this was this bitch actress's argument that the cops kill 22-year-olds all the time and you don't see a funeral for this. But I'm like, but when somebody just is gunned down and murdered and somebody Dude, who gives their life. I just can't stand when people on the left say that cops murder people. I know. Dude, there are, if you look at the fucking statistics, I think it's like t- there's 20 or less 
uh, officer-involved shootings in the country that are against unarmed people. Right. So 20. Mm -hmm. 20 in the whole country. Yeah. Everything else means it was fucking justified. Right. Someone had a weapon. Someone had a gun. Someone was trying to kill somebody, whatever it was. Right. And I just say to these people, like, you know, take a walk in their shoes. Like, go down that hallway and not know that a dude was about to fucking pop out and murder you. Like, you Fucked know what up, I mean? Man. Yeah, it is. It did was, you? I, I man, listened to was, the radio. Did you listen to Rivera's wife speak? Uh, I did not. Dude, it was the most heartbreaking shit I've ever heard. Yeah. She's, she spoke about, and it's, this is publicly available. Yeah. But she spoke about how, like, that night that he went in, they had a fight. Mm. And that I didn't, I didn't yeah, listen to her. That so. she, like, they had an argument about something because he, he loved being a cop. He was always on his job phone. Yeah. And um, she said that they had an argument because she was like, get off your job phone. Like, why are right. you on your job phone? Um, they had an argument and she decided to take an Uber home. Mm. And when normally he would drive her home. And he had said to her, like, come on, like, let me drive you. And she was like, no. And he was like, this might be the last ride you ever take with me. Oh, shit. And she was like, I don't care. Like, I'm going to take, take the Uber. And that night he was killed. Mm. Damn, dude. Yeah. Heartbreaking shit. Yeah. She goes, and, she goes on to talk about, you know, how she saw him in the hospital, like, in the bed, you know, all yeah. that shit. Just fucking just... Oh my god! Like gut wrenching, horrible, right. horrible shit about how she was fucking. She saw on the citizens after there was a shooting in his precinct, and she mm. was like calling him, and he wasn't answering. And she like looked at his location on his phone, and he was like in the hospital. Yeah. Like, dude, just fucking, mm, just oh, yeah. terrible. I can't shit. even imagine, man. It's so, fucked. I always, I always try like to not, not go to bed angry. You know, no, yeah, that's not leave that's, the house upset or whatever. Yeah, that's the big thing, man. Yeah, because I'm, I'm because it's true, man. You don't know. No, you don't. Like I could take. Like when the warm weather comes out and I take my motorcycle places, I could just fucking get hit by a truck and that's it. you know, yep. and then done. Yep. So I'm not a police officer, but you know, anything could happen to me. You know, I Yeah, get it's not reserved for police officers. No, it's not. Look at that girl who got shot, I think it was in Manhattan, working at the fucking Burger King. Was it in Manhattan or Brooklyn? I don't know. She was working at a Burger King in the city. She got the uh, the Burger King got robbed and it was like a nineteen year old girl. She got shot by the fucking Oof. the the perp like shot her and killed her. Like, she just works at Burger King. Jesus like, Christ. Goddamn. Like, I know. Fucked up shit. But, you know, ghost guns are the problem, and that's the reason why. <sighs> the guns are the problem, John. Not the people who pull the trigger. Nope. Not the systemic Listen, inequalities. They had pictures of the guns used in the murders of those two officers, yeah. now, now detectives. And that didn't look like a ghost gun to me. It looked no. like a Glock with a fucking 50-round drum mag. One, The Glock was stolen out of Baltimore, yep. and then the AR was... Yep. Yep. Assembled in Michigan or something like that. It was out of state, yep. and who knows how he got it. Yep. But yeah, man, it's yeah. When you're when you're going up against that and you got nowhere to go, it's fucked. That's it, man. They call it the fatal funnel. Yeah. There's, you can't prepare. No, you can't. You know, and anyone can Monday morning quarterback. It, oh. But but what they have to remember is they've walked down the same hallways numerous times. Yeah. And it could have been them very easily. Oh yeah. That's what I think about. It yeah. could have been me. It's a numbers game at that point. Right. Dude, they were just the unlucky two. That's it. Yeah, pretty much, man. Biden went to, um, I saw he went to uh, the New York City Police Department headquarters and, like, did, like, a press conference there. I think you were referencing Yeah, with Eric before. Adams. Yeah, and he actually, like, he actually, um, like, highlighted the officer who actually shot that perp back and, mm -hmm. and um, yeah. he eventually killed him. And he was pretty much like, this guy's a hero. Yeah, Which obviously. was, yeah, obviously, but, yeah. like, to have, like, Biden stand there say the guy's name and be like everyone's fucking stand up and clap for this guy because he's a fucking hero I like think, that's I think even if Biden like with the whole anti-police thing like you know the whole defund the police mm -hmm. thing like you have to at that point I feel like you have to you have to but the whole thing is he probably had to go there but he didn't have to he didn't have to say like this guy is a hero yeah. you giving him a prop yeah, okay. even a broken clock is right twice a day. I'll give him a prop on that one. That's the whole thing, man. I will, I will definitely give him prop where he deserves it. He just doesn't really deserve <laughs> it anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. This is the one time I would say, "All right, Biden, you got me on this one. You good? You that's good. it. He gets one. Give, everybody, give everybody you the fist one, bump, yeah. and then that's it. You know, <laughs> until he does the next dumbass. I'm still remembering thing. you said racial jungle. Just nobody's gonna forget so that. <laughs> Enough I, people have forgotten. I don't want. I don't want he my kids to grow up in a racial jungle. Most popular president of all time. You know, he's gotten the most votes out of anybody in the country's history. The most popular president of all time. Sleepy Joe. Sleepy Joe. That's the best we got? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Sleepy Joe. 
Sleepy Joe. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, fat. <laughs> Do you remember he said that shit? Let's that go, guy. Brandon. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> What's your name? And it's like, click. He's sending a predator drone over that guy's fucking house. God. He's going to hunt them down like an ISIS leader. He just did. They just yeah. did kill that the uh, the ISIS leader. Good. I'm not gonna say Biden did it. I'm gonna say the military. did No, I didn't say he went there and fucking kicked the door in and yeah. fucking forced the guy to blow up this fucking house. But, uh, yeah, but it was under his, I guess, administration. Yeah, same thing with uh, with Osama. You yeah. know, with uh, Obama Obama killing Osama. Yeah, Jesus, man, <laughs> that's listen. a mouthful. Listen, man. Yeah, but you know happen. what, dude? It's like in fucking Squid Game. We didn't see him die, so mm. oh yeah, we wrapped him up and dumped him in the ocean. Really. Like, I don't know, man. There's enough people that have come out and been like, yeah, I was there at this point. There was a fucking famous dude. He's yeah, like, no. yeah, he's, he's the guy who like pulled the trigger on them. Well, yeah, you could have pulled the trigger, but like who was there on the ship and they just dumped him overboard like garbage. I mean, um, he is garbage. I, Osama's but... dead, bro. All right. Listen, man, I'm just saying it could be, he could be fucking locked away somewhere. And you be with Elvis. No. <laughs> I was going to say he could be with those aliens just chilling. They took him back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking gray aliens, just gray, yeah, the gray aliens. The gray aliens with the big heads, big heads and the big alive. eyes. And then, <laughs> yeah. They're just sitting there, and he's just trying to explain to them some shit. Can you imagine if that was the case? Like they, like aliens came here, and they were like, "We're gonna just take one," and they just fucking took Osama. Like we just got fucking so unlucky. They took yeah, him. They took Osama. Yeah. We offered them like physicists, and it's like, no, 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 we want this we want guy. This guy, yeah, because his broadcast from like Pakistan yeah. somehow like made it through space, yeah. like. It, like, and it was like frequencies. Yeah, it was and they had to like piece it back together, and it yeah. was like something Osama. like good for them. Fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Well, fucking aliens. This fucking podcast has gone <laughs> off the fucking rails. You, man, we have to do that. How other did one. we end up to aliens and Osama do have, bin Laden? Do you have anything else to say about this? No. I think we covered most of it. I think we um, did. Um, I don't think that this this t- okay. Let me put it this way: this is not targeting black and brown. No, the, the trigger lock. The, uh, it's not targeting anybody. No. In in the legislation, it doesn't say target these communities. But, you know, unfortunately, um, yeah, due to lock, socioeconomic issues and things like that, like, we have people culture, who are, yeah, yeah, I mean, we have people who are just fucking right. to the point where they have nothing else to do. They have right. nothing, and this nothing left just, that they can do. I, there's a, I, I think there's a level of, like, hopelessness for a lot of people as and well. And this just isn't a New York issue. This is a federal thing, so we can go anywhere soon. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this one was weird. Yeah. And, uh, what? Yeah, we're only about an only hour. an hour and eleven minutes. Yeah, an hour and eleven minutes. <laughs> By the time I cut out you I'm... saying shit. Oh. <laughs> oh. No, I won't cut out anything. Well, you maybe one. I thing. think it'd be funny to bleep things because it leaves more mm. to the imagination. <laughs> and I, people... I'll bleep it. I'll bleep it. You could bleep it. I might bleep it. That's funny. Yeah. No. It's it's okay. I'll bleep it. All right. <laughs> Later, he's gonna be like, "Man, I want to fucking do this," and he's just gonna release it. No, no, I will not. But I will bleep it. All right, <laughs> all right, everyone. I'm telling you, man, we have to do one where we just talk, oh, just talk shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Like Bill come, our mutual oh, friend. Bill. Oh, oh yeah, God, dude, it'll be so oh, funny. My God, dude, it'll be so good. Yeah, we'll it have to plan so... that out. Maybe we'll release a special. Like a no, I think we should just do a second podcast. Second podcast. Okay, we can handle it. The not the New York not gun guys. We just got nothing to do with the gun guys. <laughs> We're just gonna smoke cigars and fucking have a beer. Yeah, that sounds good. And then who the fuck just knows? talk shit. <laughs> Me, you, and our mutual friend Bill. Yeah, Bill. He's a real person. We've we've cited him before in the podcast. We said, yeah, let's just say this guy named Bill, but he is a real person. <laughs> I love Bill. The fact that we say let's let's call him Bill. And yeah, like, I always just picture I know, Bill, Bill in these fucked situations. Yeah. <laughs> let's just call him Bill. Yeah. <laughs> Bill's convicted of a felony. Let's yeah. There's a guy who's convicted of a felony. Let's call him Bill. Bill, <laughs> Bill is not convicted of a felony though. The real Bill. Yeah, no, he's a very. He's good not person. right. He's not. No, <laughs> no, he's a very good person. Yeah. No, Bill I, is one of like the greatest people I've ever he's met. He's the most down fucking bro for anything. He he's lives always. He lives out of state and he comes to New yeah. York just to hang out like for a weekend. Bill is always down to fuck. Always, Bill is down for anything. Dude, he's always down to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Bill, I'm going to West Virginia with a machine gun shoot. You want to come? Yeah. Dude, Bill is also. It was like during COVID when I got yeah. married, and like everything was fucked up. Yeah. I like. 
you know, like we, Bill was invited, then he was uninvited, and I was like, Bill, like we have an extra spot. Like, do you want to come? And it was like the night before, and he was like, Yeah, I'll be there. Like <laughs> for my wedding, Bill was not in my groom party. I wanted to be, but otherwise, I would have had like fucking twenty people. So yeah. Like, but Bill, literally, he was just, like, with the groomsmen, oh, yeah. like, the whole morning. Well, that's what Bill did with me. Yeah, we, yeah I told yeah, Bill, yeah. like, dude, like, come, and you could just ride on the bus. You just yeah. do everything. He's like, yeah, no problem. That's fucking great. And then the pictures, great. I think it was the pictures of my wedding party. He was just, like, in, like, normal clothes as I'm getting ready in my tuxedo. Yeah. I'm like, there's Bill. It's just fucking yep. Bill. So, shout out to Bill. I'll never I don't forget know. when we pulled up to our one spot. And like the wedding party had to get out, so we're like, "All right, every." I had the fucking the bus driver tell, go back there. He's like, "All right, everybody, but Bill, get off the bus." <laughs> <laughs> that shit was great too. Yeah. All right, everybody, but Bill. <laughs> Poor Bill. Oh, I love Bill. No, what else? He just did something else recently where it was just like, "Yo, you just just come." Like, I forgot what it was. He just shows up. Yeah. I I can't. Yeah. I have nothing bad to say about Bill. Our other friend's bachelor party. <sighs> Did he just show up to that? He was there. I know he was there. Yeah. But that was like planned for him to be there. Yeah, but he still's got to come from out of state and spend a weekend and mm. fucking, I mean, it's, yeah, you know, he's ride or die, man. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Ride or die. That's what I'm saying. He's always down the fuck. Thank you, uh, our mutual friend, Bill. He don't listen yeah. to this, right? Nah. All right, well, he'll never hear it. But Maybe I'll tell him to. Just, hey, listen to this Tune episode. into the last 15 minutes. <laughs> we just talk about you for 15 yeah. minutes. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, even though Spotify is probably going to get rid of Joe Rogan because they're dicks. And um, uh, check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Like us, share us. And where did that guy live? I think it was Tennessee. Tennessee. Thank you, Tennessee. We appreciate yeah. you. Uh, <laughs> Tennessee, good night. <laughs>